0: You're listening to The Right Process, a podcast in which one writer tells the story of creating one work from concept to completion. I'm your host, Charlie Jensen. The Right Process is brought to you by the Writers Program at UCLA Extension, helping you reach your writing goals one page at a time. Enroll now at uclaextension.edu.
1: Hi, my name is Alyssa Matsueda, and I wrote a movie called Dog Days.
0: Alyssa Matsueda is a Los Angeles-based screenwriter. Her first feature, Spare Parts, was released in 2015. The Miracle Season, a feature she co-wrote starring Helen Hunt and William Hurt, was scheduled for release in April 2018. Her original script, Dog Days, was released in late summer 2018.
1: The idea for Dog Days actually came from a prompt from a company I had worked for before. It was a company called LD Entertainment, and I had just finished a project for them. I co-wrote a script called The Miracle Season, which came out in April. And they came to me and they said, you know what, we want to make a dog movie. And I said, well, you know, what do you mean by that? Because... If there's talking dogs, I'm, I'm kind of out. <laughs> I'm not interested. But they just said, you know, the, it's actually, it was very wide open. All they knew is that they wanted something in that space. And so I went in and I spoke to the execs there. and I went home and I sat with it all and then came back to them a couple of days later and said, why don't we do an ensemble. The inspiration would be, like, love actually, but every storyline in some way involves a dog. So, you know, there's, you know, an old man who, his dog means everything to him, and he loses that dog. And then you also follow the family that finds that dog. And then, you know, and it becomes a part of their family. And then those two storylines are on a collision course. And then we have other storylines, and they're all intersect. And we just, we, we thought that it would be a really fun way to talk about dogs and how they can foster community and bring people together. And so that's sort of... I guess where that came from. Step one was an outline because, like I said, with the with the structure of this, it wasn't something I felt like I could just wing. You know, it's it wasn't like okay, one person on this journey and maybe it can meander and maybe it can go here or there. It was like okay, if these you know five main storylines are going to end up in a satisfying place that all intersect, that's something that really for me anyway had to be crafted pretty laid out. So I spent you know, a good solid, you know, month working on that outline. And then, and some stuff, you know, developed from that outline that I wasn't expecting. And that's fun too. And then once I went from there to actually script, you know, some stuff that was in the outline didn't make it to the script. And that's, you know, the the fluid process, but at least you have that roadmap. So you're not going down these, these roads that are not going to, you know, link back up. That's sort of how I got started with it. One thing that I mentioned to this company when I went in to pitch them is I was terrified of dogs growing up. Terrified of dogs. I tell the story, and I'm sorry, mom, for telling this story, but when I was growing up, my mom, I, you know, I used to go on walks with my mom around the neighborhood, and she would always bring a big stick in case a dog attacked us. And, and by the way, I grew up in like this tiny, sleepy little Connecticut town. Like, there weren't roving packs of dogs around. And she would tell me to, you know, don't look dogs in the eye. Don't, they, like, they can smell fear, you know? <laughs> and so I grew up just, just terrified. And then it was, you know, I was in my mid 20s, and I had a couple friends who actually we were going to china to pick up a baby that they had adopted and they needed someone to watch their dogs while they were away and you can't obviously say no to that so i stayed and i and i watched their two dogs and absolutely fell in love with one of their dogs one of those dogs is named mabel and one of the dogs that is featured in the movie is named mabel but then a couple of years later i got my first dog um and his name was sam and there's a there's a dog in this movie named sam and and that dog was troubles he was a he was a new york rescue and he had his issues and um this dog has its issues and so yeah some of that stuff is um infused with that but i would say that my love of dogs sort of um i sort of like to say like i'm it was i'm like a convert to a new religion it's like have you guys heard of this thing called dogs are kind of amazing you know and and so that's 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 where i think the love comes from so it was an interesting process because in in crafting interlocking stories, it becomes sort of like a big puzzle. And you start to think of, OK, this storyline is interesting to me. This storyline's interesting to me. How do I make those connect? How can I make these people be neighbors? Can I make them be family? What is what it what what? What is each one going through that could impact what another storyline is going through? And so it really did become become sort of sort of like a puzzle in a really satisfying, fun way for me, I think. And, and, and there were also little things like, you know, an exec might send me an article that they saw about a dog. Or, you know, at the time I was pregnant and, so, and one of the exec's wife was, was pregnant. And so we said, hey, one of these storylines has to involve someone pregnant and what that does to their dog. And so it was just a, uh, an interesting process of just kind of bouncing ideas off of them and just sitting with them and trying to come up with something that, that was exciting. And so that's what we did. I wouldn't say I had a set schedule, um, I would say I do have um, an office in my house, which is lovely. I have a converted attic that I use as my writing space. It's a great, you know, go up my little staircase and I'm kind of shut off from the world kind of place. So I write there. Like I said, I, I didn't have a schedule. But what I did have, like, as I mentioned, I was I was pregnant at the time. And so I think I pitched them this the, the movie, you know, in the middle of September. And I was due in the middle of January. And so it was sort of like, OK, the deadline for this, no matter what the deadline is, for the contract the deadline is when this baby comes out so it was it was a really motivating thing because it was like oh my god if this baby comes early I'm not gonna finish this script that was that was really very motivating <laughs> to get things done it's, it's actually funny like I I got them my first draft right before the holidays and then my baby was due uh, I think it was her due date was uh January 14th and I didn't hand in the script till January 17th And then she was born the 21st. So it was like she stayed in those extra couple days. Like every day I'd be like, you got to keep in there, kid. You got to keep in there because I really, I really need to finish this. So she helped me out with that. When I was going through it, what I really tried to do was to create a sense of balance. Just checking in. So, you know, looking through the script and saying, okay, I haven't seen this character in X number of pages. It's time to check in with that person. Or do I miss this person? Or do I, um, am I giving enough? Wait and time to this person's story and if not why not is there something missing and so one thing that I sort of found helpful and I don't always do this is that for some characters I sometimes would have an actor in mind having that little voice or picturing that person was a fun source of inspiration and also you want to do justice to that actor if it's someone that you like and so you think okay what is worthy of this person I want to make sure that I'm doing something that I think I, I would love to see them perform. It was important to us to make sure that each of the dogs was a character. To make sure that they all they all had their distinct personalities and foibles and issues. I wrote a couple of characters who don't like dogs, and so of course the person who doesn't like a dog has to care for a difficult dog, you know. And 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 that was sort of the fun of putting uh, these personalities, some of them who happen to be dogs, with conflicting personalities. So I think that it's just for for me. I think we were trying to make them like any other characters. Like you, you you, set up who they are and then put them in a situation where they're going to kind of into conflict with another character. I was actually surprised that it all did come together. You know, I was worried. Not that I was worried, but there is there is a lot of moving pieces to that. Um, and when it seemed to all converge and seemed to all come together, I was shocked and delighted. <laughs> Deadlines are very powerful. Like I said, I had a very obvious a very very prominent ticking clock literally uh inside my body so i learned that when there's no pushing a deadline you and you have to step up i learned that okay you can it's it's possible you can do it i guess that pressure just meant that there was no procrastinating you know it's no like oh maybe i'll just hang out on twitter for a second or maybe i'll just see like you know you always go down these rabbit holes of what's on the internet or it can even seem legitimate like oh i'm gonna watch a couple dog videos right now and that's fun but no you actually can't do that because you're on page 65 and you need to get to like 100 and you know you've got you know x number of weeks left so i guess it's it's a matter of focus the revision process. Well, the first revision happened quite quickly because, again, my producers knew that I was due really, really soon. So the reaction to my first draft was was quite positive, and they they came at me with you know with notes, and so it was a matter of how many of these notes can we get done before you. Give birth to your baby, <laughs> you know, and so so the revision process was almost like a like a triage system of let's get these big ones done first, and then these ones, and then these ones from most important to you know we would love to have it, but it's gonna be okay if it doesn't happen kind of thing. And just in case I you know my baby came when she was supposed to, or or, or God forbid early, and then they brought me back, you know, months a couple of months went by, and then they brought me in to do another polish some months later, and then it was okay. These things we think. Still, maybe need 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 a little work. Let's work on those. And so, you know, I've, I have a great working relationship with these producers, and so they have really smart ideas. And so, it was a matter of saying, okay, what's not working here? What can we do? It's interesting because because there was different storylines. Uh, there there are, you can tackle them in a sort of modular way. Can we tweak this one just a little bit? And then there was one storyline that was the hardest one to crack, and so that was in in the different revisions that that was the one that was getting the most care to say, like, okay what what is it about this one that isn't holding up to the to the rest of them? And so it was just trying to get that one to work prior to dog days there there are two movies that i that i've worked on that have made it to screen and both of both of which are true life stories it wasn't starting from a blank page it wasn't starting it wasn't starting from nothing you know in the first case it was you know working off of a, a a wired article and a true life story in these real these 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 young men's real experience and then the second movie was a, another true life story so so again neither one was was blank page and so for this one yes it you know did come the, the idea sparked from Some producers I knew but for me it still came from a place of can I make something that I truly love and what does my version of this look like frankly if I hadn't come up with an idea that I felt strongly about I wouldn't have pitched them anything you know I wouldn't have gone down that road every writer in town can tell you that they go into general meetings and people throw out ideas to them and you know and and they walk out say yeah no I'm not gonna I'm not even go down that road so so for this idea you know it, it stuck with me, and I was able to, you know, come up with an idea that I, that I felt like could really be something fun and special. So I don't consider it, you know, something different than something that would have come, you know, from, from nothing. You know, it was, it was that, that germ of an idea. But I do consider it still something that, that I feel ownership of and feel really, feel, you know, good about. So once the the studio greenlit the greenlit the movie they obviously looked for a director and they hired Ken Marino to direct which I could not have been more thrilled about they they, they made that call and I was you know I Couldn't have been more thrilled, but you know, sometimes you're a part of the process and sometimes you're not. And so, you know, Ken, being a writer director who often you know sometimes works with his wife, they they sort of said, you know, we got this. And so, my role really was observer at that point. It was they were you know going to do their vision, um, and I went to set a couple times and and watched the process and. Ken couldn't have been nicer about showing me some things that he was particularly excited about, and the producers were really, really great about having me there and and to to see it, and I actually brought my baby to set, which was super cute and, <laughs> and fun. And as far as sort of digging in and, and, and being a part of the process at that point, not really. You know, my, my first movie, Spare Part, I was on set for the entire shoot. And that obviously was a much different experience than just being sort of the, the, the observer. But, you know, as a writer, I think that that, that this latter mm-hmm. experience is probably more typical, where, you know, once the director comes on, they kind of run with it and, and do their thing. Mm-hmm. Especially, you know, w- with a with a comedy where there are so many amazing actors who want to improv you know you tell yourself and you understand like that's what's going to happen but it's also like oh my god there goes my <laughs> you know this thing that I feel very strongly about and protective about and there it goes off in its own new direction and that's both exciting and a little terrifying but you know again what from what I've seen I'm I'm really happy with you know how, how it's coming out last I heard Ken was still working on his director's cut I've seen some footage that the the company has, has shown me and it again it It could not look more charming, you know, the the work that he did and everyone did. It's my movie, but it's, you know, stilted a little bit in a different way. You have this movie in your head, and then you see this slightly altered version of it out in the world. And that's, you know, it's like, wow, this came out in the world. It's not exactly what I expected. Or, you know, but there it is. And that's very, very thrilling. I was just talking to a friend of mine today about UCLA Extension program and how, you know, when I first came to town, my, my background was in fiction writing. I had just come from New York where I got an MFA in fiction and I was going to write, you know, the great American novel or at least, you know, you know, short stories here and there. And um, when I moved to town, people said, you're insane. <laughs> you know, you can actually make a living as a writer if you... Um, switch over to screenwriting and I didn't know the form I didn't know anything about it so I took a couple classes at the UC at UCLA extension and I found that I actually loved that form better than fiction writing I haven't really gone back people sometimes ask me do you still write short stories and I absolutely not I just love what I do too much I think this is actually what I was what I was supposed to be doing but I know that this is a podcast for this program. And so it sounds like I'm, you know, this is not sincere, but it really actually is that I I took a lot out of it. And I met a lot of really interesting people. And some of the people in that class I'm still in touch with now. And people are doing interesting stuff. And I would say if you were in L.A., maybe think about it. I'm not here to hawk your, your stuff for you, but I, I found it to be a positive experience. Beyond that, I think it's just, you know, as you say, like get your butt in the seat and do it. Just, you know, tr- try... To write as much as you can. When there are hard days, you have to just sort of chalk it up and just move on the next day. You know, I, I always have in mind, I need to get X number of pages done, or I want to get this far, or I want to, you know, solve this problem or solve this scene. And if that doesn't happen, it's hard at the end of the day to look back and be like, oh, you know, I did. I really wanted that to happen and it didn't. And, you know, I'm, Can beat myself up over it, but then it's like, okay, I can beat myself up over it for you know just a little while. Then tomorrow I have to try it again, and so it's just a matter of saying, like, okay, maybe I didn't get where I wanted to be, but maybe one germ of something that happened today will help me figure it out tomorrow. And so trying to not look at it as lost time, but look at it as, okay, that's the process that had to happen to get me to this next spot. So that's sort of how I try to deal with that.
0: Alyssa Matsueda and her original script,
1: Dog Days. Girl, there is no reason to be nervous. Hi. Hey. Dr. Mike. Oh, I know. I, I serve you coffee across the street. Sometimes. I'm
0: Tara. Tara, right, yeah. Tara, who, who serves me coffee. That's me. And I enjoy it every time. <laughs> How are you? It's good to see you. You too.
1: Um,
0: wow, by the looks of this little lady, she's been on
1: the street a long time. Well, don't I relate.
0: To being on the street?
1: It was a joke. I, I was just...
0: Oh, you're not a... Joking. <laughs> no, you're not a prostitute. Okay, so she still has her interior fontanelle. That's a soft spot, like babies have. Basically, she has a little hole in her head.
1: Well, thing. No, no, no,
0: but don't worry. Dr. Mike's got the cure. I'm going to take her in the back for some x-rays on her noggin. You stay here.
1: I will be a key. Yeah,
0: great. A key? The Write Process is produced by me, Charlie Jensen, at the UCLA Extension Studio. Audio support and editing were provided by Jamie Moss, Eileen Keegan, and Hannah Sutherland. For more information on the Writers Program, visit writers.uclaextension.edu.